how we doing? Uh, um, since the uh, 30 seconds I talked to you last? Yes. <laughs> uh, good, good, good. You make it sound as though I don't need to know how you're doing just because I just talked to you. Oh, well. Okay, that is that is valid. That is very fair. Clearly, I still need to talk to you. Jeez. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, it will be Thanksgiving when this comes out. <gasps> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Yay! And then the week after that, we're going to do your birthday one. <gasps> yes, my birthday is coming up. I'm going to be old. You're going to be old. Aren't you already old? Sure. I'm already old. <laughs> I'm old. We're the same age, but. <sighs> I'm six months older than you. Mm-hmm. And last year, I spent my birthday at Disneyland. This year, I'm not. So we have to make it fun with awesome podcasts. Hey, and then this time you're coming to see me. I am. So, of course, it will be fun. It will be delightful. It will be delightful. Not not Disneyland. But now one day we need to go, both of us, to Disneyland. And then, then that will win. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't it? I think that should oh my be God. our someday goal. What? My mother-in-law, she just posted this. So it's this picture of this guy standing outside of a Target. And it ha- you know, has like a cardboard photo. And it says, I'm not homeless. My wife has been in Target for two plus hours. Please help. Oh. <laughs> That's so silly. Okay, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for listening to us uh, whenever this is. If it's on Thanksgiving, hope you had a wonderful dinner and didn't kill any of your family because then we'll have to talk about you on a podcast. (laughs) Hopefully you didn't go missing. Oh, also true. Hopefully your family doesn't kill you. We will be recording a podcast, so everyone get excited. We'll be doing another podcast where we're in the same state. Which is rare, people. It is rare, but it's always delightful. It is. We get nice and real uncut when we're in the same state. That's because we have wine. Don't tell them that's what makes us more delightful. I I think so. I mean, otherwise, we are in different states and we are doing this in the morning. Okay, but sometimes you have Red Bull and I think Red Bull gets you more than wine. That might be true. I don't know though. You did talk an awful lot about Ron and his dress robes when you were drunk last, so. And no one has heard of that. You're welcome. (laughs) If you do want to hear that, check out our Patreon. I haven't posted it yet, but if you want to, let us know. Sign up for Patreon. Maybe we'll make it happen. Yeah. I I still have, I have all the recording still i just haven't had the courage to listen to them because i know they're bad like they're just i remember them i was i was there (laughs) i recall hey but you know what ron and his dress robes are pretty fantastic i watched that movie this week because i watch all the harry potter movies in november and i don't know like i know at the time it was different but watching them while they're still little now is creepy 
Like, they're adults. When I look at current pictures of, you know, Daniel Radcliffe and Rupert Grant, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now watching the old movies, I'm like, oh, you were little. Little, little kid. You're like 15. Little, little kid then, too. I know, that's why I said. It wasn't, like, creepy at the time. And it's not creepy to look at current pictures of them. But I can't say a whole lot about Ron and his dress robes because I look at him and I'm like, oh, you're like 15. Fair enough. Rupert Grant, like, modern day pictures. Maybe if he put the dress robes back on. <laughs> okay fair enough because in his current date and age that wouldn't be nearly so creepy okay okay so we can uh, talk about what is it the Ketty? is that what we're doing today well it's titled the Ketty murder but fun fact their name isn't the Ketties. well why is it because that's the location they were in they are in oh. Ketty, california oh okay hang on let me pull up my notes i already verified that the internet did not eat them i just have to hold them uh, that's fantastic i'm so happy anytime that your uh the website didn't eat your notes all righty so so this is the Ketty murders also commonly referred to as the cabin 28 murders because they were in cabin 28 so it was in 1981 i'm scanning Ketty, california and the cabin was being rented by the sharp family so Oh, okay. Sue was the mother, and she had left her husband. They were separated. She uh, claims they're abusive. I technically don't think I've ever proven that, but he was abusive to her and her daughter, so she got the kids out of there. Power to her. Was there um, police reports or anything? Not that I saw, but, I mean, this is the 80s, so, I mean... The abuse wasn't taken quite the same in the 80s, especially the early 80s. But she got out of there. She was poor, but she did the best she could to support her family. And she she was a good mom. She was likable and all that. On April 12th, or I guess April 11th, night before, her 14-year-old daughter, Sheila, went off to a sleepover with a best her friends that lived right next door because these cabins were pretty close to each other. When she returned home, she returned home to a nightmare. Sheila walked into the cabin to find her mother, Sue, her brother, Johnny, and a friend of Johnny who had been staying the night, which I'm probably going to say this kid's name wrong, but I'm going to call him Dana. Dana? Dana? I'm going to go with Dana because that sounds a little more masculine than yeah. Dana. I don't know what you just did, but you just made your voice sound a hell of a lot better. <laughs> um. I don't know what I did either. Is it still that way? Oh, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Whatever you did, keep it. Okay, so Dana were all dead. What? Yeah, so Sue, Johnny, and Dana are dead. She walks in the door and she sees all three of them having been killed very violent deaths. They've been killed with knives, a hammer, (sighs) and it looks like there's also probably some sort of rifle or something they were beaten in with the butt of. But as far as I know, the rifle hasn't been found. The knives and hammer have. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she walks in and there's just like blood everywhere. Johnny was closest to the door lying face up and his hands bound with medical tape dana was on his stomach and his ankles were tied with electrical cord that were also tied to johnny's oh and then sue was close to the sofa she was naked from the waist down and she was gagged with a bandana and her own panties and then medical tape put over it oh my god although oddly enough uh 
it doesn't necessarily show that she was raped. But her bottom half, like, was gone? Like, her clothes? Yeah, she was, she was naked from the bottom down and her panties were in her mouth. I don't know. Just thought that was a little interesting piece of information. Mm. So, okay. defensive injuries were found on her arms and uh, all three of these victims had blood on their feet, which almost suggests they could have been, like, walking and stepped in blood before they actually died. Okay. All three of the victims had blows to the head. Sue and Johnny's throats were slit, and Dana was manually strangled. So why the difference? I don't know that possibly... I'm not sure if it has something to do with the fact that Sue and Johnny were actually sharps, whereas Dana was just a friend staying the night. Okay. Okay, so Sheila, uh, you know, is there, and she screams. She walks in, sees this, and screams. And the neighbor who she had been staying at, their home was only, like, 15 feet away. So mm-hmm. they, he heard it pretty easy. Right. Although no one heard anything in the night, which is interesting. So the neighbors, the brother of who she'd just been staying with, runs over to see why she's screaming. His name is Jamie. And so Jamie comes over and sees what's happening. He uh, kind of goes a little more into the house and finds her younger siblings alive. So Greg, who is five, Rick, who is 10, and a friend of theirs who'd been staying the night, Justin Smart, are all still alive in the back room. And they didn't hear anything. I mean... What? So while they wait for the police, Sheila and Jamie help the children who are alive out the back window so that they don't walk through the scene and oh god after a couple hours because you know it's all chaotic yeah we find out you know someone like we kind of come to the realization that uh sheila's sister tina is just completely missing um okay so her mom and brother and a friend are dead two of her brothers and a friend are alive her sister is missing okay and that's just the site she comes home to after a sleepover um i guess my mom was in the right to not ever let me have a sleepover well i don't know being at the sleepover saved sheila's life okay yeah dana may have died because he was there at their house but sheila's alive because she wasn't at the house okay but, i don't know because the younger <laughs> kids weren't but sheila's a little older so she probably i don't know how I don't, I don't know. We'll talk a little more about theories later, but all right. This is just a big mess already. <laughs> well, then three years later, Tina's skull is found quite a distance away. I think it's, I've read varying reports. They vary from 50 to 80 miles away. Um, okay. Signs like her skulls say that she was probably killed in a similar fashion either the same night or not very long after. And one interesting bit is the anonymous caller who called in finding Tina's skull seemed to know this was Tina before she had officially been identified. Interesting. So here pegs the question is, did he really know because he did something or someone told him something? Or... Is it all over the news? So he's just kind of like putting two and two together, or is he like invested in this case? Or you know, I'm not sure because I mean, this was a very small town, so it was a relatively tight knit community. So obviously, it was well known. Everyone knew in the area okay. that what had happened to the Sharps, 
But at the same time, this is 50 miles away, 50 to 80 miles away. Interesting. And so there's so many questions with Tina. To me, like, okay, the other two, I'll get a little more into theories, or three, I'll get a little more into theories later. But Tina boggles my mind as to why Tina was removed from the house and taken so far away. She really throws a wrench into all of this for me. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I wondered too if, I mean, if she was the one that they were after and the other one She's just like got in the 12. way. She's like 12. What on earth would she be doing to be the one to deserve this? Well, what does any little kid do to deserve nothing, being my murdered? Oh, absolutely nothing. But I'm saying does like, what if really they were after okay, her? I better not make that statement. <laughs> there might be some people. I'm getting. No, no, they don't. Okay. But I'm getting at is maybe they were after her and the other ones just got in the way. It is very, very likely that there was more than one person who committed these murders. Like that's what they've determined given once again, the amount of blood, the fact that there hasn't been any blood found that belonged to anyone besides the Sharps. I mean, it was the 80s, okay. but they have done some retesting and stuff and still haven't and, found and anything. And the other the Sharps one DNA. that was there, well, right? Well, Dennis, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the most popular theory on all of this is, which I believe Sheila herself believes, because Sheila's still alive now, and she wrote a book called How to Survive Your Visit to Earth, is that Marty Smart, so smart that last name might sound familiar this is justin's stepfather marty smart okay and Bo. i cannot say this last name but i'm gonna try bobity bibbity bobbity boo oh you almost just got me to sing right there it came <laughs> so close i almost started singing bibbity bobbity boo <laughs> i have coffee though so i'm a little on the ball enough to not start singing into the microphone right now Okay, so Marty and Bo lived two cabins down, and Marty was married to Justin's mother, so Justin's stepfather, and it is said that Marty's wife was having some trouble in their marriage, and that, you know, she'd been talking to Sue, and Sue was like, yeah, my husband was abusive, and I left, and all this stuff, and kind of counseling and encouraging And a theory is that Marty Mm -hmm. didn't like that. Marty didn't think she should be interfering in his marriage. Okay. So uh, it is one theory that he came over to, you know, talk to Sue, maybe did something. If this, if this is it, then I think maybe, Mm -hmm. because the boys were out at a party earlier that night. So I think maybe he came over to talk to Sue, started getting aggressive, and then the other Mm -hmm. boys walked in. But then that still doesn't explain Tina. So what if it's two totally different crimes? One person did this and another person had an idea to take her. Well, it has been stated in current investigations that it is possible as many as six people were involved. What? I don't know all of that. I know that. Holy shit. Um, I don't know. Like The police have not stated how they've come to these conclusions and such, but just based on whatever they have. They say it is possible that as many as six people were involved. So Marty and Bo, who, like I said, is Sheila's theory, Mm -hmm. they are both currently deceased. But 
apparently there are living persons of interest, but I don't know mm. who they are. Some people think that part of it, like when saying six people involved, is that there is a police cover-up protecting Marty because, like I said, this was a tight-knit community and the Sharp family was a little more recent to the area. So some think it's possible that, you know, like the cops could have been friends with Marty and that Marty did this, but he was well known. He was buddies. And so the cops got involved and are protecting Marty Okay. in this small town where, you know, he may have known all of the officers in town. And that's very possible. It's possible even that Marty, you know, claimed his innocence and everyone backed him up because they knew him or whatever and just didn't even really bat an eye at him too. Yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, his his alibi is like that he's at a bar. So okay. it's like, okay, if he goes to this bar a lot, knows the owners of the bar, knows the people who frequent the bar. Okay, so they might even cover for him or they might be like, whoa, yeah, I think he yep. was here. Like, oh, he's here most nights. He probably like, was. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he probably was here. It's It wouldn't be hard to see that perspective all right so to take it another direction because even though that's i mean that's the common theory but since we are you know crime theories we have to address all different possibilities so another theory is that the boys so johnny and dana Mm -hmm. they were they had been at a party in quinson quincy which is nearby to ketty and it is possible that even though their parents had told them not to hitchhike, that they had. And some suspect that they were picked up by a hitchhiker and driven to the house. And then the hitchhiker is the one who killed them. So he decided to like kill the boys. So he's like, okay, take me to your house. And then was like, you know, possibly saw their mother, wanted to like rape her, maybe begun the process. The boys started fighting. And then, I don't know, in this one, to me, then possibly, okay, even Tina comes out. Let's say this guy's like a pedophile, sees Tina, she's younger, wants Tina. And then, so kills the others, yeah. takes Tina, and that could explain why Tina's gone. Yes, that, yeah, that would definitely explain why Tina was gone. And why the mother was like starting to be undressed, but maybe not necessarily raped. And you yeah. wouldn't have known the boys were in the other room, the other boys. So yeah. that could also explain why they lived. So I kind of think that one's an interesting theory. That is a very interesting one. That could put a lot of the pieces together. There's a lot of people who really want to tie this to some sort of drug thing. But if we're being honest, there were no drugs or even drug paraphernalia or proof that any of the Sharps had ever been involved with any drugs. So that one kind of doesn't stick. Okay. And obviously one of the first suspects was Sheila's husband, but he has Mm -hmm. a very airtight alibi that he was in another part of the country. Oh, well, that would do it. It was not the kid's father. Okay. Well, what about a kid's father, say, I don't know, girlfriend, or what if he like hired someone? Because you did say that he was allegedly yep. abusive so what about those are those theories that get thrown out too not that i personally have read but i like it it's an interesting interesting theory 
did he know was he known to like have a girlfriend or wife uh, or anything girlfriend, no i don't believe they were officially divorced just separated so if he did okay. have a girlfriend it wasn't like out in the public but i can also find very little information on him other than that he had a very good alibi because he was in another part of the country okay. well see he could have easily had another girlfriend and girlfriend had been told whatever he told her batshit crazy and decided to kill them i can't explain her taking the girl like that one doesn't explain tina though that's what i'm saying tina is like a wrench in this whole thing for me because i cannot figure out why tina is like taken away i don't know well and it's like Two of them had their throat slashed and one of them was strangled. That also suggests that two different styles of murdering, that also suggests that there was at least two mm-hmm. people there. And then someone to it take is, Tina. Like I said, they've read that it is very unlikely this was one person. It was multiple people, possibly up to six. But what's the motive of doing that? Well, Marty does have the motive of... Sue, like I said, Sue possibly interfering in his marriage. If it was like right. someone in a car with hitchhikers who, because you know, who knows who's in a car when you're picking up hitchhikers, could have been multiple people. Would it just been easy targets okay. if they want? I mean, there's sickos out there. What if they were hitchhiking and then, you know, this guy's like, hey, <laughs> but hey, yeah, I'll take you to your house. And what if like it was one or two? guys that were in this car maybe even more who knows it could have been a van yeah we'll take you we'll take you to your home and what if their goal was to like just rob their house or whatever well sure i mean technically we don't know since i mean they were at a party maybe it wasn't hitchhikers maybe it was even people they met at this party who they thought would be like their friends they may have even mentioned like i don't know sue i mean for the 80s she was probably pretty good looking like I've seen pictures of her but and so what if Dana was like yeah Johnny's mom's hot and these kids were like oh you know what I mean yeah they could have easily been like it could have been just people that they met at the party asked them for a ride home or whatever and joking around about that and then one or multiple of the guys are like I want to get on that you know and then the boys got in the way and so they killed him man and with that sense though the if they were at a party the people that did this could have been on drugs that's definitely true i mean while it's never been proven johnny himself was into drugs i mean he very possibly was drinking or something and who's to say people at the party what they could have been doing they could have been doing bath salts yes and huffing paint and whippets you know what is a whippet whippet i mean it's a movie to me Um, whippets a movie about roller derby uh, (laughs) okay i might be getting this totally wrong but i've always thought that whippets were you know okay so you know whipped cream and how like when you push the aerosol can it has that little like that little air before you suck that in and that's a that does something i Can don't I, fucking gonna... know that's my mom used to just say that i used to get high all the time because i did that and she would call it a whip it i don't fucking know if that's actually what it is i i was just throwing shit out there because oh, you were throwing out 
basalt. Apparently, Michelle can hear me, and she's commenting. Hang on, let me let me read this. (laughs) A whippet is where you spray paint in a bag or aerosol in a bag, and then huff it. Oh. No, and so it's it wrong. is also a whippet if you suck the air out of a whipped cream can. Oh my god! Okay, my mom was right. But yeah, oh okay, yeah. I used to do that when I was like eleven. I since well, actually, I just like the whipped cream. Since but an aerosol, a whipped cream is an aerosol can, and that mm-hmm. is also part of how the turtle title the turtle <laughs> I can't talk turtle the, title the turtles came in. Ninja so Turtles. thank you, Michelle, for overhearing us recording this podcast and putting in <laughs> your strange drug-related information. She <laughs> has never done drugs, but she seems to have a large array of knowledge about them. I think it's because of like the movies she watches or something. I don't know. Or- Whatever. She's a drug addict. High school might have been. No, she was a drug addict. Okay. She definitely You, you just don't know this. I really don't think she was, but. <laughs> she hides it well. If she was, she definitely hides it well. <laughs> She's passed a lot of drug tests. That's because they're not searching for whippets. <laughs> I... <laughs> explains why the whipped cream's always gone. No, oh my God, seriously. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so i like how our drugs turned into whipped cream well apparently the whipped cream and the drugs are one in the same so who knows perhaps, <laughs> perhaps who knows these- maybe they were on using whipped cream <laughs> they were that's clearly what happened in this case the killers were on whipped cream <laughs> And then, like I said, though, it still is a little off to me that they would take Tina. Maybe Tina came in and was like, yeah, I'll come with you. And then she got annoying because, you know, she was 12. So they killed her, too. Yeah. I just, that's my biggest thing with how, you know, a lot of people think it was Marty. I don't understand why Marty, like, because I can see it, like him gathering with this big group of people. And, like, at the bar and something Mm -hmm. and being like, let's go show her a lesson for talking to my wife. But I don't understand why they take Tina out of the house. Maybe they thought that, I don't know, maybe they originally were going to do, like, a ransom note or something like that. Or be like, we're going to take her as leverage and you better shut up or something. why her and not one of, like, the other kids? Why not the other boys? I mean, sure, I understand why to leave Justin out of it, because that's, you know, his stepkid, but I don't know. Tina just throws all of it off for me. So, I mean, I could see that, though. Maybe if they were, you know, teenage boys on Whippets, and then they were like, and she's like, no, I'll come with you. And they'd be like, okay, sure, come with us. I don't know why she'd do this, but maybe it's, I don't know, people act weird when they're in danger. And then she got annoying, and they killed her, too. Dumped her off. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe she just said something, and they accidentally killed her. Who knows? Or maybe... Was there any indignation of rape on her? You said they found her skull, but did they find anything else? Not that I know of. So they only found her skull. 
maybe that explains the anonymous caller also because if they were like you know teenagers then a few years later if guilt had been eating them for years you know and they yeah. wanted tina at least to be known that could be like at least find where she was some of the children were still alive she still had family so they still were like looking and i mean they kind of figured she was probably dead but it's still always yeah that closure well and like with all three of them being bound with adhesive tape and wire and no one heard anything makes me think too there had to be more than one Mm -hmm. person and the fact that there's like so there's two blooded knives and one hammer hey did those come from inside the house i am i believe the knives or at least one of the knives may have but i think the hammer was found a bit later interesting and that's another thing i guess is that a hammer either way like either of these main theories i'm leaning into like okay if this was teenagers who were at a work party they're what if they had their dad's truck in a small town there very possibly could have been a hammer in the back truck you know exactly yeah depending on what he did for a living or whatever or yeah they could have just grabbed yeah, it out of there like, that could have worked or if it's marty and he is drunk at the bar with some guys and like let's go get him it's pretty easy once again to obtain a hammer from yeah. anywhere well and it's not from what the whole and then the scene with sue it looks like possibly they were getting ready to rape her and then maybe something happened like the boys walked or, in or or something like that so they just slashed her throat instead or possibly tina walked in like maybe yeah. the boys kind of tried to fight it at first and the boys went down first and then of course being a mother she would jump in and maybe they were in the process of raping her with the boys already hurt or killed and then tina walked in and they're like okay we got to get out of here took tina and i don't know it's just still weird that they took her instead of they killed everyone else it's not like they had an issue with that i don't know tina is seriously mind-boggling to me what uh any chance it's tina's dad the one that was abusive and out of the country out of the state but yes okay any chance tina actually was more say not happy with this divorce and didn't believe that her dad would do this and was mad at her mom and somehow was in on this from what i've read that's possible i mean there's claims that he was abusive to all the girls so at least according to the claims that sue was making he had been abusive to tina but these are all just claims technically right well and sometimes for some reason whatever reason it is and i think some of it is to build you know um suspicion and speculation is they will abuse one or multiple but not everyone well and in this case she was claiming it was her and the girls so that the boys were the boys weren't abused like as though i mean he was like once again it was the 
early 80s when this happened so like yeah you know men are men and women obey or something type attitude is how I kind of pictured it like putting the women in their place or something maybe maybe she was the only one that wasn't being and I don't know was upset over it or something okay so even if she was upset where where are you going with this let's say she was upset with it then what happened to her I'm saying like she was upset with this she told someone or you know whatever and so or maybe even she was in on this and she knew these guys that were doing it and had this plan to get back at her mom and then stuff went south and instead of her being kidnapped they actually took her with them because she was a part of this and then when she freaked out or whatever and guilt got to her maybe they killed her like once she actually saw her Mm -hmm. brother and mom being murdered she started freaking out or something yeah what if she was in on it and so maybe tina was in on it so she was helping orchestrate and then it was just supposed to be the mom who went down but then the boys walked in on it so they got or maybe she wasn't even supposed to be killed maybe she was just supposed to be quote-unquote taught a lesson Ah, that just maybe she didn't plan on anyone to get killed and then when they are and you know these people didn't stick to the plan or whatever i mean she did go with them out of you know flight or flight reflexes but or maybe then she was upset about it you know obviously because that's not what she thought was gonna happen tina okay maybe at some point tina either i don't know if she was in the room or she wakes up but tina comes maybe tina runs and is like screaming like running through places and maybe so the other ones they're in the process they hurry and slit the other boys throats and then chase her down because she's running and then Mm -hmm. they just want to get her out of there so they take her to kill her in ease of getting out of there wouldn't it just be easier to kill her instead of having her struggle and trying to run and i don't know i've never killed somebody or unless they took her to throw the whole thing off. Maybe. But if they were drunk or on drugs, I don't, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't make sense. Like, if you're drunk and on drugs, doing any of this, just anything. I mean, you're not thinking logically at all. Does killing so. people ever really make sense, though? No. No, let's be honest, it doesn't. But there are more thought-out, planned murders, and then there's sloppy ones, kind of like, I mean, this is, I mean, I don't know how no one heard anything, but it's obviously more sloppy with, I don't know, just. I don't know. I feel like there must have been some sort of mob mentality to it, whether it was Marty and some drunk friends or people who picked up the boys in the car or came from the party or something there has to have been to me some sort of mob mentality like yeah okay like if it's one person you know your brain works but sometimes if you're in that and other people start doing things right it's to you and you're like yeah well and if you're in that mob mentality and you've been drinking or doing drugs it totally makes sense like you're just up for it yeah you know you do things you wouldn't normally do. Exactly. 
just kind of like follow whatever. So there are people out there that probably do know and have either said something to someone. I mean, the more people there are, the more people there are to eventually know. So if you know something or have any indication of anything, now it doesn't hurt to it doesn't hurt to reach out. And if you have any theories you would like to share, please, please feel free to email us at uh, crime theories podcast at gmail.com and if we like your theory we may talk about it at the beginning of another podcast yep. oh 